Welcome to the Musings of Our Hearts, a Jesus Youth podcast on the lives of saints. Hi everyone, welcome back. Today we will be reflecting on Saint Isidore the Farmer. Some really beautiful stories in the life of Saint Isidore. And he's such a great witness to uh, once more the um, the ordinariness, you know, uh, of our life and how God when God can work, especially in our duties and our obligations, um, and to to do that with great fervor and to to do the, that with great love. Saint Isidore was born in Madrid, Spain, to a pious family. He was sent to work um, for a wealthy landowner, though John de Vergas, um, and he worked for him uh, during his the rest of his life. And he would work in the farm, uh, but he would attend Mass daily, pray, and then continued his prayers as well during his labors. Uh, later in life, he married a woman named Maria, and uh, for, after the death of their child, they both vowed to live a life of perfect continence. Um the angels would also, it said, you know, help him do his work during um, his life. And so they would come and they would actually increase his productivity by three times more because he would go for mass in the morning and sometimes he would come back, uh, come to the farm late, but that never hindered him from uh, producing even more and giving even more because uh, the angels would help him. He became really sick. Uh, towards the end of his life and he actually knew when he was going to die so he prepared for it very fervently Um, and he passed away but his body is still incorrupt and after his life he continued there were many miracles attributed to him and he was canonized with uh, four other Spanish saints so the five saints uh, they were all canonized and these were Saint Ignatius of Loyola, Saint Teresa of Avila, Saint Francis Xavier, Saint Philip Neri, and Saint Isidore. His body is against is incorrupt. So Saint Isidore for me is um, one. I go to a church called Saint Isidore's, and um, I see him almost every day. In that sense, he's you know there's a beautiful stained glass window of him um, in the field and the angels. You can see uh, him above and constantly calling again me into that um into the dignity of work but also for me after reading about him in a little bit more detail I was very struck by the fact that him and his wife chose to live a life of continence or abstinence and in that I I really I was questioning why they would do that and I've been reflecting especially on penance and renunciation and um, why the Lord, you know, calls us to make specific acts of renunciation, and of course, you know, there is the there is the fullness of of the teaching there. But even for me specifically, really coming to understand what that means for me, like where is God calling me to die to myself, to really die to sin in me? God never wants us to live, you know, a, a life of just um, nothingness. He wants a fullness of life and he wants an a, abundance of life. But that life, how we define life is something very different for God. That life and that freedom is something very different, which opens us out to so many more possibilities. But for us, and even in my life, when I think that, oh, you know, 
my my kind of superficial desires and my um, my will, my tendencies to hold on to things that I know and I want, they actually hinder me from living this fullness of life. And so I was very touched by St. Isidore and uh, Maria's des- uh, desire to live fully for the Lord. And in that, they vowed for um, continence. And so they were completely given to God and completely then also given to each other um, in a very, of course, in a spousal, very intimate way, which um, I'm sure, you know, increased their their in, um, their intimacy with one another, their knowledge of one another. And so it's just, a, again, a beautiful story of a very ordinary man. Of He was a married man, and he had a very ordinary life. And but here, once again, we see in the ordinariness and the littleness, he gave everything to God. He put God first, and then God helped him with everything else that he was called to do. So, yeah. Yeah, so um, this saint, Saint Isidore, the farmer, is named after another great Isidore, like Saint Isidore of Sevilla, of whom we discussed in one early episode the saint who was known as, you know, the walking encyclopedia. If you have any <laughs> doubt, come to the Archbishop of Sevilla, <laughs> if you remember that. So this one is named after him, you know, uh, but not a- anything like him. Like he, this one never went to school uh, because he, he didn't have money or the circumstances to do so. But that didn't prevent him from attaining sainthood or even being acclaimed as one. One one such very famous saint. Even people who haven't heard about Saint Isidore of Sevilla would have heard about Saint Isidore the farmer. Yeah. <laughs> that popular he is. Um, so you know, uh, a simple laborer achieving sainthood. That is what we see here. Uh, that show many things, like you know, the dignity of labor, like we have discussed earlier, and also. Saints can come from all walks of life. It doesn't yeah. matter, you know, what status he is from, whether he has learned contemplation, whether he has learned theology, nothing like that. So all states of life is conducive to holiness and happiness in our life. So that is a big lesson that we take from the saint. And about all these myths, all these legends and stories that we see in the life of these the saint, you know, even in that picture, I, I was just looking at that picture of that simple farmer and his wife, whatever they were doing, uh, but they were continuously with God. You know, he his, his one hand is, you know, on the rein of that oxen and then one hand is on that uh, plow, but his mind is lifted up to heaven where he's in company with angels. They are yeah. showing him things. They are singing with him. And the communion that he enjoyed with them was so perfect that they would even work with him so or work for him. So I think this is actually the communion that we all are called to. Like the heaven wants to work with us and work for us and work through us. But it all depends on how much we allow them to do that. Uh, even our guardian angel, like, you know, he may be one person who is without any job. <laughs> Because we don't give him anything. Like, you know, uh, so if only we ask, all these things are ours. If only we desire for it, we ask for it. So that is one thing that uh, that struck uh, me very profoundly. How, mm. how much I am actually uh, enabling or actually 
uh, tapping from the heavenly resources given to me. Uh, it is said that, you know, by directing his attention according to the most holy motives of faith, made his work a most perfect act of religion. He considered it as a duty to God. Therefore, he applied himself to it with great diligence and care in imitation of the angels in heaven, who in all things fulfill the will of God with the greatest readiness and, you know, the cheerfulness of devotion. So this is actually the words of Father Alban Butler when he talks about this great saint. So this is this is a big, uh, uh, this should be a big example to us how we could make everything we do as an act of uh, religion or as an act of our faith uh, and how cheerfully we should be, uh, uh, you know, like we pursue our devotion with cheerfulness, we should pursue our day-to-day -day activities with cheerfulness too, mm. however hard it is. And he had a fitting wife. <laughs> the Lord gave him a fitting partner, you know, even though she was never canonized to Maria, she is honored as a saint like him. And both of their bodies are in, in the cathedral uh, in Madrid. Mm. And they are very, the Spanish people are very fond of these two. Uh, so it, it is nice to have a husband and wife, you know, together mm -hmm. in the work of the Lord. So she knew, she perfectly knew who Isidore was. So it is said that she would always have a pot of stew, you mm -hmm. know, cooking in the fire because you don't know at whatever he may come with, whatever number of poor people. So it yeah, there is a legend like, you know, once he came with a lot of people and Maria was afraid like she will run out of soup. But Isidore and Gretchen, you don't worry, you keep scooping it out, my dear, there will be enough. And <laughs> that's what it happened. And he, you know, he, since he was a nice man and a, a very good, very good friend to many people, he will be invited to parties and things around neighborhood. So he won't go alone. He would take a bunch of people with him, usually poor people. So there is this story once he took a bunch of beggars with him uh, to the party and uh, they said oh no we don't I don't know whether we have enough food for all these people he said it's okay and they you know everybody sat down and all of them had food and more than that and he had such compassion not only to poor but to the whole nature mm -hmm. so one day he was carrying a bag of uh, wheat to be pounded uh, to the mill but he saw some birds you know it was winter too like and they were scratching hardly on the uh, you know uh, tough ground and they were not getting anything his heart was moved and he emptied half of the bag there for the birds and when he went to pound the wheat the bag was full and when they collected the flour it was even more than that so how the lord multiplies uh, mm -hmm. uh, you know it, it is the lord who gives bread to the hungry and seed to the farmer yeah. so to this farmer you know the lord gave everything that he multiplied everything that he wanted to do, all the good that he wanted to do. So, you know, we'll see how wonderfully the Lord worked in this saint. Uh, and and I actually the main message is like, you know, we need we, we shouldn't be worried about many things of this world. If we first seek God, like, you know, the three loves that he and his wife had, like God, their family and the earth and the poor mm -hmm. people. So, you know, when we when we give first priority to God, he orders everything in our life, like our family life will be beautiful and we will be able to help people around us. And also we will have a rhythm with the nature. Yeah, I think. Um, in addition. 
yeah the rhythm with the nature is something that uh, you know uh, i was thinking also today morning after mass you know like uh, in our family rosi sunjan and me we were discussing about this rhythm with the nature that uh, you know human beings can attain these days we are doing a lot of uh, you know cultivation farming mm. like we have never done in our life and we see how how much joy it gives us to work together there like a husband and wife working there and also with kids and th- there is a rhythm there with god and nature that uh, the people in the early times had even the monks they they had this dictum ora et labora they just yeah. pray and also work in the nature nature can teach us so many many things so that's why these days when when i talk to people like i i use a lot of examples from what i learned from by cultivating caring yeah. for the plant and all these things i i read somewhere like since i'm a new person you know doing such an extensive cultivation these days otherwise i was just stuck with a lot of flowers and a little mm-hmm. bit of veggies or herbs but here now i am trying something a little bit more so i i started reading also a little bit more about this and i i read somewhere that one thing that the uh, that brings the that makes the plants happy is actually not only the, you know the fertilizer the water the sunlight but also an important thing is like the shadow of the farmer Mm. Yeah. So I was noting that these days I am actually walking so much in my garden and around the house that I don't see many spider webs and things like that. And also even before a word weed comes up, I just pull that out. And my garden is very clean. It's not at all a weedy garden anymore. So I I understand that. So there is a big thing that I learned. The shadow of the farmer is what makes the plants happy and they grow more. so i'm like ha huh, how much more i need the shadow of my farmer yeah. the farmer of my heart you know the holy spirit like like we read in genesis in the cool of the evenings god used to walk with adam yeah. in the garden i'm like oh my goodness you know that's what i would have made the evenings more cooler actually cool you know in our dictum like cool <laughs> you know walking with god so uh, that that that's really nice and nature really really helps us to reflect reflect much about you know the bounty uh, that lord has really blessed us with yeah. you know so so that was an amazing thought that i had like the rhythm with nature and the church which people of early times enjoyed so sunil and me we were like you know we could even make this our livelihood if you do a little bit i'm said oh yeah that needs a lot more devotion and time but uh, you know let's pray you know whether god is calling us there or whatever but whatever we are doing right now this little bit we are enjoying so much physical labor has its dignity and the joy and one other thing that sunil shared um a few a few weeks ago was that we were actually cleaning our driveway with the power wash so we mm. thought we'll do that in the evening but i saw sunil doing that at the middle of the day such heavy you know florida is so sunny so i was like oh my goodness what is he doing he had a hat a sombrero and everything but i i knew that he will be sweaty and he will be tired when he comes in he was working there for co- two three hours in the middle of the day and when he came in i'm like why did you do that you we all could have done that in the evening and he said you know i really wanted to labor there and see how you know our friends these people who work in the sun all day for their livelihood how they yeah. do it i was like oh yeah 
he didn't have to do that but he wanted to experience that solidarity or what they are going through and that reminded me how francis of assisi and all these saints you know how they would do these things yeah. uh, they would do even more work and they will be paid less but you know if they don't get enough they go and beg i'm like oh my that is really amazing so these these days during this you know lockdown i am enjoying uh, actually our family whole family is enjoying and the lord is teaching us so much about the dignity of work yeah yeah so maybe we can wind up with a small prayer Mm-hmm. you know and let the saint continue to talk to us that you know holiness doesn't mean doing extraordinary things but doing ordinary things with much devotion much faith and yeah. surrendering it to lord and receiving it from his hands lord god all creation is yours and you call us to serve you by caring for the gifts that surround us may the example of saint isidore urge us to share our food with the hungry and to work for the salvation of mankind offering all our efforts through you we ask this through our lord jesus christ your son who lives and reigns with you and the holy spirit one god forever and ever amen, amen. thank you for listening <laughs>